Misty Shu here, and you're listening to the Rooted Girls Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Today with us, we have two very special guests in Rooted Leaders. We have Trisha Patterson. Hey, hey. Trisha. She's back with us for another podcast episode, and we have my great friend, Lacey Randall. Hey, yeah. Lacey. Hi, Christy. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks I'm so glad me. to have both of you guys on today, and I know we got a very exciting episode plan with a lot of great content for all of our Rooted Girls. Before we jump on into that, um, Trisha, welcome. Lacey, welcome. Lacey, it's your first time woohoo, on the podcast, so let the Rooted Girls hear a little bit about you. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So a little bit about me. I've been involved with Rooted since it started, thanks to my friendship with you, Christy. And I am actually a sixth grade teacher. I came into education a little bit later, but I love teaching. I love working with students, which is one of the reasons I love being part of Rooted, because I get to work with high school students and high school girls and just get to really know them on an even deeper level. And so that's a lot of fun. And I'm happily married, which we're going to be talking about a little bit today. We just (laughs) celebrated our second anniversary and congratulations thank you and we also just found out that we are expecting our first baby so we have a lot of exciting things going on we're really excited so that's a little bit about me cool and then trisha you've been with us before welcome back thank you anything new since the last time you've been with us well we're building a house so that's super fun excited about that and besides that my little girls are just growing, Aww. starting school, and all that fun stuff. So yeah, we're having a good time. Trisha just posted some pictures today of her <laughs> oldest joy going back to school in the sass Aww. in those photos. She's sassy. On point. <laughs> she has her hand on her hip. She's and... got the poses. I mean, <laughs> she's got the poses down. Yeah, for sure. we're gonna have her hands full. I think. <laughs> yes. Well, again, thanks guys both for being on. And this episode is episode. Seven. Wow, we're already on episode seven, and it is the final and last episode of the relationship series we've been in. And um, today we're kind of going to talk about um, marriage. So jumping back, we've talked about dating and all the different kind of phases of dating. So dating 101, 201, 301. And we talked about, first off, just what to even look for when you're mm-hmm. jumping into the world of dating and the type of guy you should date and standards you should set for yourself. Then we talked about once you're in a relationship, the mm-hmm. boundaries you should set, how you can honor God in the midst of that all. So today, we're kind of jumping to the next phase, marriage, which we know most likely a lot of you aren't even close to that phase or thinking about that phase yet. But one day, hopefully, chances are we all will be married. So it is coming one of these days for some people sooner than other people. But it is a good thing to think about and to prepare mm-hmm. for even now in the season of life that you guys are in. So before we really jump into the content today with Trisha and Lacey, um, I'm really excited for this episode and I've loved this relationship series, mm-hmm. little plug. If you haven't heard any of the other episodes, you should go back and listen to the past four episodes because I I mean, they really touched me and I think there's a mm-hmm. lot of great content in those. So go back, listen to them, but also we're glad you're listening to this one today. And before we jump in, I just want to remind you guys, you know, Trisha, Lacey, myself, Sadly, we don't have all the answers, but we're going to try to answer your guys' questions to the best of our ability. That's why we created the Rooted Girls podcast to answer questions that you girls had asked. And we're going to try to answer them truthfully based off of what the Bible says and from experiences from our own lives. And today, mainly Trisha and Lacey will be talking about their experiences since it's about marriage and they're the two that are married here. But um, so we'll always do our best to point you back to what the Bible says and to just try to um, steer you towards truth Mm -hmm. in all things. 
So let's jump into today's question. Awesome. So as I kind of hinted, we're talking about marriage, which is a season of life that is most likely ahead of all of our rooted girls. And the question we're answering today is, what can I do now as a teenager to set myself up for a successful marriage in the future? So like I said, I know some of you maybe aren't even thinking about marriage at all, but it probably is a season that's coming for you guys and probably for me. So it's something in our single season or in a season where we're dating that we should still be thinking about, planning for, praying about. So I've asked Trisha and Lacey to be on the podcast today where we talk about marriage because they've both been married for different mm-hmm. amounts of years, and we'll share that in a second. But I think they have a lot of wisdom to share with you guys about things you could even do now as a teenager, because believe it or not, you can be doing things to prepare for that future marriage one day, right now in your current season. Yeah. So, you guys ready? Yeah, let's Here do we go. it. Let's hop in. So, um, before we jump into really answering this question, I've asked every single guest I've had for this relationship series this before because I'm a girl and I love to hear about how you guys have met your husbands, kind of your love story and things like that. And I think the Rooted Girls love hearing that too. So um, Trisha, how about you start and just kind of share with us about your husband, Sam, and how you guys met, got together, got married, all that good stuff. Yeah, so I met Sam back in 2007 when I went to Baylor University as a freshman. He was actually living with my brother there, and so he's like best friends with my brother. And I met this guy, Sam, my brother's roommate, and I was intrigued. Who is this guy? And um, we and just that's started... that's maybe why I'm so single, because I don't have brothers. <laughs> I know, brothers help with the hookup. Brothers really do they help. really do. And so I started hanging out a little bit more at my brother's house, uh, kind of using him as an excuse to be more around Sam. Very smart, very strategic. It was really strategic. fun, and honestly, like, really healthy for us, because my brother yes. was around, so it kept it, like, Nothing very crazy happening. No joke. But so we just started spending time together, which is really what I recommend for people Mm -hmm. as they're getting into relationships. Like build the friendship before anything else. Don't get into some like hot and heavy relationship at the beginning. So we built our friendship for like six months and then started dating like officially, Uh DTR, did all that (laughs) stuff to find the relationship. Dated for about another year, got engaged. We were engaged for over a year, so that's kind of a long engagement. Uh-huh. And now we've been married for nine years. Woohoo! Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, and you know, marriage is such a gift. It's such like, it's a precious treasure from God, but it takes hard work, and yeah. that's why it's not something to like be flipping about. And why we want to talk about this today because you really do want to prepare yourself yes. to be the type of person who's ready for marriage because there's a lot of fun in it, but there's a lot of hard in it too. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm excited we're talking about this today. So, so how old were you when you and Sam got married? So I was 21 by a week. Wow. So yeah, I had just Pretty graduated from awesome. college. Wow. And I actually, my dad told me, Trish, you have to graduate from college before you can get married. And so I sped it up and graduated in three years You're instead like, okay, of four. Because wow. I'm like, I want to marry this guy. And Aww. then the next weekend after graduation, we got married. So we need to know this so what did your brother say when you were finally like hey me and Sam are a thing or when Sam was like hey can I date your right. little sister everyone 
in my family was like ready for me to date him before I was oh, ready to date him. So that was they good. were all on board. Yeah, they okay, were. They were all, all pushing board. you in that direction. Jason, my brother, yes. he's like Trish. What's the deal? What's taking so long? That's <laughs> my good. family. They they were all fans of Sam. It made it a lot easier for Sam because that oh, would have been yeah. so awkward to be like, Hey, bro. Yeah. Can I date you? A little now sister? I do have to say, sorry, we need to get to Lacey. <laughs> but while we were dating, my brothers made Sam sign a contract called the Neck Up Club oh for our gosh. purity. <laughs> and my brother, who's a lawyer, his older, oh, that's the awesome. oldest brother, like wrote it out in very serious, Official. like oh, that's funny. law language. And Sam signed it. Wow. And I'm, Sam was committed. I'm yeah. 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 Great Keeping brothers. Those boundaries. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Funny. I love that. I had a friend who has four older brothers and now oh, she just goodness. got married in December, but her older brothers would always tell me like, yeah, if a guy is going to date her, yeah. he needs to beat us, each of us, on one-on-one basketball. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then he needs to arm wrestle each of us and win. That sounds like my family, for real. That's how she had four it. older brothers, and they yeah. were like, we're not letting any guy date her until he can beat each of us one-on-one and then win in arm yeah. wrestling. <laughs> it weeds out the losers. That sounds so yeah, bad, it but it's good. Though. It yeah. weeds out those guys who just... Makes them step up. Yeah. yeah. That anyway. is awesome. I love that story. <laughs> That's so cool. Story. All right, Lay, it's time to share yours. Yeah. I know a lot about yours because I was there. I love <laughs> you were. You were a big part of it. So I actually went to ORU and fun fact, I was friends or knew of all of my in-laws before I actually met my husband and we were friends through college, different ways. Um, I actually was roommates on a month-long missions trip with my sister-in-law. We had no idea we would marry brothers. <laughs> and so, cool. so it is really cool. I have a great relationship with my in-laws thanks to that. And so actually we had been graduated for a little while and I reconnected with them kind of through you, Christy. We all had to get together and saw each other after a while of, how are you doing? What are you up to these days? And reconnected. And I ended up actually switching churches at that time. I didn't know it, but the Randall family attended the church that I was going to. And it was just totally a God thing. They really took me in and they would invite me, hey, come play volleyball with us. Or, hey, we're going to watch a Vikings football game. Or, hey, come eat dinner with us. And so kind of like you, Trisha, we did a lot of group things together before Uh we really did things um, as a couple. And so same thing. We were friends for... It was like seven months before we were like, okay, I think we actually like each other. We want Mm -hmm. this to be more than just hanging out all the time, you know, eating pizza and playing volleyball. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we started dating. We dated for about nine months and then we got engaged and then we were married six months later. So we had been together a little over a year by the time we got married and we've been married for two years now. So it's been great and I love being married and, and I'm really thankful for our dating story. It was a fun journey. It was it's unpredictable, you know, until you look back and you're like, oh, God had it totally figured out. But there was lots of, I really like Jason Randall. If I could just get to know him a little better. <laughs> I remember better. those days. Yeah. So it was a fun journey. I helped her get to know him. Good. You she did. So we're planning this Halloween party. She briefly mentioned it. And um, with a bunch of our friends, and I kind of hung out with Lacey in one friend group and then Jason and different friends in another friend group. Mm-hmm. And um, we're planning this party, and Lacey's like, so who's invited? And I was listening to all these people, and the only person coming to the Halloween party that Lacey did not know was Jason. No, I had seen him, though, yes. and I wanted to meet was. him. I thought he was cute, oh. and I knew all his family, so I thought, well, he must be a good guy because I know he comes yes. from a good family. So I was like, Christy... You should totally introduce me. I was and like, she, oh, girl, I will. She <laughs> talked to him 
off so well. But then I actually forgot. He still owes me for that. I forgot he was coming that night until I got to the party and I knew every single car parked in the parking lot or in the driveway. And I thought, I know everyone here other than this one car. And I awkwardly was staring into the window to try and see who it was. And he looked up and I'm awkwardly just staring him down. That's and when they knew. I, yeah, I was Love like, oh, that's that cute guy I wanted to meet tonight. That's awkward. So Yeah, that was the only person she never like personally met. And she's yes. like, wow, I can't believe I don't know Jason. And I was like, you don't know Jason? Well, he's amazing. Da, 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 Christy da. definitely talked him up. It that was so, totally. I won't let him forget that. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he owes me. He no. does. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but yeah, I loved being there, and it was so funny because we'd be like, "Jason likes you," you know, just one side of the conversation. Like, I don't know if he does. I'm like, "Well, I'll ask his sister. I'll find oh, out." So and, you know, being the middleman for that was fun, and mm-hmm. I was like, "I need to give a speech at the wedding." Yeah, and and you I did. did. You so, were <laughs> so it worked out great, oh. but. Yeah, that was that was fun being there for all of that. But yeah, thanks for sharing your stories, guys. I love and know the girls, the Rudy girls, I love probably hearing people's too. Stories too. You know, yeah. all of us girls love hearing a good love story, especially one that works out. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So yeah, those so are that's, the best. those are the best. The happy endings. That's the only kind of endings I yeah. usually like. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, well, thanks for sharing your stories, guys. And the reason I did ask you guys to be honest because I love both of your marriages and your husbands are awesome and just watching your guys relationships I think you guys have two very healthy happy marriages and you're very two mm-hmm. you're two healthy happy people that I think a lot of girls should be looking to and asking questions to and things so yeah. why don't you on this podcast to kind of talk about your experiences dating and just kind of giving the girls some advice of what they can do now for so they can have their own healthy, happy marriages yeah. in the future. So kind of first question is we're starting to answer this question of what can the girls do now when they're in high school, even middle school, teenagers, to prepare themselves to have a healthy, happy marriage in the future. So when you guys were in high school or even middle school or whenever, college even, younger dating, did you guys both date a lot or like what did that look like or you know, I don't necessarily mean going out on dates but boyfriends, you know, in a relationship. Um, What did that look like for both you guys? Okay, I'll go. So I didn't date a lot, not that I didn't want to. And this is where I said, like, this was the provision of God over my life because I had crushes on all kinds of guys and not (laughs) always the kinds of guys that were good for me. And I would have dated and gotten into serious relationships, like, all the time if I had had the opportunity. Uh So one thing that I always say to teenage girls is if you're discouraged and you're wondering, like, why is this not working out for me? Why am I not having those relationships? Oftentimes, it's the Lord's protection I 100% over your life. Mm-hmm. So don't be too discouraged. Yes. Even though I know you see your other friends on, on dates or in relationships, don't be too discouraged. Now, I did have really just one boyfriend in high school. Um, and in hindsight, I wish I hadn't. And uh-huh. I know that sounds bad. He was a fine boy. He was nice. But there was no purpose to that yes. relationship at all. And I just encourage friendships with boys as a teenager way more. Now, I had so many guy friends, mm-hmm. and those were healthy, really good relationships. And I'm a huge advocate for those. Yes. So I'm all about friendship. I'm not huge on serious relationships in high school. But that's just my opinion, and that's my take Because I just think if you're not ready to get married, Mm -hmm. then when you get in super serious relationships, they're going to be in an extended amount of time. And often that doesn't set you up well. Yes. And I think Mm -hmm. we've said this before on the podcast, like dating is just like a prerequisite, like a step. You're dating to see if this is somebody 
if I'm going to marry. That's what dating is yeah. about. It's evaluating and seeing, like, is this somebody who I could spend my life with? Yeah. So I agree, Trisha, you shouldn't really even enter into a relationship with somebody unless you already see qualities like, yeah. this is somebody I could spend my life with. I'll take it yeah. to the next level. But I love how you and Lacey both, both you guys mentioned how you were friends with your spouses first and got to know them at a friend level around mm-hmm. other people and things because you really were able to see like, wow, this person is awesome. And this yeah. is someone I would want to take a next step with. Yeah, things. for sure. And one thing that I always say also is I think this is a trap that some Christian girls with really good intentions fall into is that they think marriage so quickly with boys yes. because they want to be intentional, but it almost takes it too far too quick that they give themselves over to guys in an emotional way, uh-huh. a spiritual way, and a physical way because they're already going towards, this could be my husband. So it's really important to only date guys who do have qualities of a future husband, but not to put that on them as their identity, like this is my future husband. So don't think that on date one. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just like slow yes, play those exactly. emotions because as girls we romanticize things so much oh, totally. we go there and we're like i think i could marry this guy yes. which is fine but don't allow yourself to give yourself over too quickly and then we're like i'm gonna tell him all my dreams yeah where i want to be in the next five years all the things yeah. i'm praying god does through me and, and then you're so deeply connected yes. to this person that it rips your heart apart when that might not work out that is such good so. advice that's great wait well, so you want to share about yours yeah, so I would say I did have a, an emotionally serious relationship, and honestly, it was really just a very strong friendship, mm-hmm. and we were off and on all the time, and um, kind of like Trish said, I almost felt that frustration of like, God, why won't this ever work out long term? Like, we would date for a couple mm-hmm. months, and then it just wouldn't be working, or you know, we'd get back together six months later, and it just kind of wasn't jiving, and we always wanted it to jive, and um, I'm honestly thankful for that relationship because it taught me a lot of things to be grateful for now in my marriage, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I have in my husband that I didn't have in that relationship. Yes. Not because that guy was, he was a great guy. I still think very highly of him, still have only good thoughts towards him. Um, but I realized how God Taylor made my husband to be a perfect fit for me for mm-hmm. all of life's journey. And yeah. that was something so much bigger than what I could see in high school. And so, um, and I'm glad that we set the boundaries that we did. We set a lot of boundaries. Like I said, it was almost more of like a really intense friendship. Um, and we did share a lot of dreams and a lot of hopes. And that's what really bonded us. And in a way, it kind of pushed us towards our dreams. Like I have a higher ACT score probably because we were kind of competitive about our grades or our academics or, you know, um, he was really athletic. And so it was it was good to have that encouragement to pursue our dreams. And I would say that's one thing that kept our relationship healthy in high school was that we did have goals beyond Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. high school and just beyond that moment. We both went on to college. I have a master's degree. He's a doctor now. And so Mm -hmm. we were able to see past just that one relationship in high school. We knew, like you said, Trish, sometimes you jump into like, oh, we're going to get married tomorrow. And I think that's one thing that I would give that advice to, you know, high schoolers. You can like someone a lot, but mm-hmm. don't forfeit your dreams at the foot of a relationship that's just good. because yeah. you feel so intensely for them. Hold on to those dreams. And 
you know, sometimes relationships can encourage you to pursue those. Mm -hmm. And I was able to experience that. And I'm thankful that I had a good experience. I'm thankful I don't look back with regret. And, uh, and I think that was something I always kept in the back of my mind when we were together was I never wanted to do something that I would regret if I had to tell another man, you know, Mm -hmm. that was my husband um, about our relationship. And so I'm thankful for that experience. And that's just a little bit about how that worked out for me. That's, mm-hmm. I love the last That's thing so you just good. said. That's something, and I'm not married yet, but that I always even said with myself, is like, I don't want to do anything with another guy that I I would regret telling my husband about yeah. in the future. And that's yeah. something that I always just keep in the front of my mind. Like, I'm, I'm going to have to tell him about this one day, so I'm not yeah. going to, I'm going to try to best my ability not to make mistakes now. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you will have to tell them about things Mm -hmm. in the future. So that's a great thing to do when it comes to setting boundaries and relationships. And I want to kind of go back to the emotional, Mm -hmm. emotional boundaries type of thing. Cause I love that you both kind of touched on that Yeah. because I think that's something that's not talked about a lot. And Mm -hmm. we haven't talked about it yet on this relationship series and the podcast. We've talked about physical boundaries in the last couple episodes, but we haven't talked about emotional. And sometimes I think emotional boundaries can hurt worse maybe Mm -hmm. when like you said a second ago Trisha when it doesn't work out and you're like I shared my heart and soul with this person I told Mm -hmm. them everything I want to do I shared with them my deepest thoughts and now we broke up you Mm -hmm. know sometimes I think that can hurt worse Mm -hmm. sometimes than crossing boundaries physically so what would your advice be to girls who are tempted to overshare or who are like, we've gone on three successful dates. I think we're going to get married. I'm going to bear my heart and soul to him. You know, what would some advice be that you yeah. want to give to Ruta girls when it does come to emotional boundaries and what to share, what not to share, things mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, so I think even, I might be extreme, but I even think hold off on sharing a lot of that stuff up until you're, Engaged. I know mm-hmm. that's not necessarily a hard and fast rule because you don't know if you want to right. be engaged yes. to someone unless you've shared some deep things. But, and then even there's another level, of course, to yes. marriage. Um, you hold back stuff even in engagement that you share, I believe, in, in emotional and obviously physical. But I remember um, leading a small group with a, another leader, and she said, as we were talking to our senior girls, you know, some of y'all might not be having sex, but you're having emotional sex uh-huh. with these guys because you are giving yourself over to them as if he's your husband, sharing everything with him. And that's why you are so torn up, brokenhearted when these things end. And that phrase caught my attention wow. more than anything I had ever heard. Like, that is what we often do as yes. females. Uh-huh. And we're cheating on our husbands and all they deserve of our hearts when we have that kind of emotional sex with guys mm-hmm. beforehand. And um, so I, I don't know if I've ever outlined like hard and fast boundaries as far as emotions, but I was always very careful about how much I shared, even about pain in the past, about things about my family, about um, just secrets, not yeah. secrets, but that were things sacred. that I would, yeah, sacred things mm-hmm. about myself. I would never tell a boyfriend. And that's where I think really healthy family relationships help and friendships Friendships with other girls. Mm -hmm. Those are the places where you should be sharing those things and having that 
that person to confide in Mm -hmm. or even like a mentor. You do not need to be giving that info over to a boy because he does not deserve that kind of information. And I think there's a certain level of that emotional intimacy that is reserved for just the person you marry within marriage. Within marriage, exactly. And that's why when I talk about the engagement, I know that might sound weird to people because they're like, well, we are getting married. But until you are in that sacred commitment of marriage after your wedding day, there it's not something necessarily magical, but it is sacred and it's how God set it up and you need to wait and the Lord will honor it so much emotionally, physically, and spiritually, all those different areas. That's so good. Well, we did a lot of like just super practical things uh, when I was dating my husband. So he was... 27 when we started dating and we were both pretty serious about being intentional in our relationship because we weren't just dating for the fun of it we were really trying to you know seek out if we wanted to be married and so um so we set some boundaries early on one of those was that we didn't say i love you until we were engaged the first time my husband said i love you was the day he proposed and it wasn't because we couldn't Mm -hmm. but one it did make it a little more sacred which Mm -hmm. was kind of a fun thing just like a little treat to you know to savor once we were engaged Mm -hmm. Um, but it also helped hold those emotional boundaries in place for us because really until you are engaged there is a there is a Mm -hmm. certain boundary that needs to be set before you're engaged and, and like you said even up till marriage so that was one thing we did just on a super practical level and another thing that we did was we did not talk about marriage early on in our relationship. And there were a couple times that he tried to, and he would make little comments about, you know, I I think I wanna marry you. Cause he was really intentional just to even start dating me. He took yeah. that really seriously. Mm-hmm. And I would tell him, I'm not ready to talk about that yet. I knew we weren't there yet to really, you know, put a ring on it. Yeah. And so that wasn't a conversation we had. I didn't daydream about, well, when we get married or well, if we ever had kids, we weren't picking out names for our children when we had been together for two weeks. And yeah. I think as girls, especially girls are dreamers. They yeah. live yeah. in the moment and that's yeah. just where they're we at. We love a good fairy tale. Oh, girls, <laughs> we can scheme our life out a good for 10 flick. years. Yeah. And yeah. so I think as girls, we really have to keep those dreams um, intact and to be careful to not start dreaming and making this fairy tale up until your relationship truly falls in line with mm-hmm. being headed in that direction. And so, like I said, that was something I kind of put my foot down on when he would mention little things. And it was sweet. Of course, I loved hearing that. But I would just tell him, we're not ready to talk about that yet. Not yeah. that I didn't want to marry him. I totally was hoping it would lead there. Yeah. But I just knew that our relationship wasn't mature enough to take on that kind of conversation because I didn't know enough. And if I needed to get out of that relationship, I didn't want to have those dreams of, well, I thought I was going to marry yeah. him dangling there. Mm-hmm if I had to make a hard decision. That's so so good. good. And I think that that is what happens when we let ourselves cross those boundaries emotionally or physically. It attaches us to that relationship. Oh, definitely. Where when we know we're supposed to get out of it, Mm -hmm. we can't leave it as easily as we know we should or like obediently follow the voice of the Lord because we truly are so attached Mm -hmm. to the dream. I think we're attached to the dream of it more than the actual relationship or person. That is so true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like as a teenager, I'm thinking, Lacey, some of the things you said, like 
holding I love you as sacred yes. is so important. So good. Do not throw those words out there. And I think so many people do these yes. days and it breaks yeah. my heart. Like, and not, you're not trying to put anybody down, but on Instagram, I'll see yeah. girls that have maybe been dating a guy for like maybe a month and yeah. they're, you know, young and middle school or high school and they're putting like I yeah. love you in their captions and things I'm just like yeah do you know what the weight of those words is yeah. or what it should yeah. mean and honestly it this sounds funny it allowed us to get a little creative because instead of saying I love you I would say I really appreciate you or yeah. I really enjoy you or, I have a lot of fun with you yeah. I love being Very around you. For you you know yeah. Yeah. you get creative with other ways to compliment yeah. them and honestly sometimes those are a little more meaningful not that it's I love true. you isn't very powerful but sometimes it's nice to hear yeah I appreciate yeah. you you know I just enjoy you and so that was kind of fun because we would say a lot of those little catchphrases that I, I don't know that. that I hear in relationships yeah. a lot and uh, that's kind of a fun byproduct of having that boundary that's, that's really good. cool an encouragement to girls who might be thinking oh shoot I've already yeah. said that I've done that I always try to encourage girls even like in the physical boundaries and those sort of things if you feel like oh man, I've already done this thing. Is it too late? I always want to encourage, no way. Yes, like never. There is such beautiful redemption from the Lord. And grace. Fresh start. Yes, grace. And so just decide today, I'm going to start fresh. I'm and the Lord, yeah, yes. he honors that totally. so much. I mean, think yeah. of in the Bible, you know, the story of Saul becoming Paul. It's like yeah. he was going around murdering Christians. Yeah. So if God could take him and change his life completely and use him later yeah. to lead all these people to the Lord, nobody's too far gone. Yeah. Nobody's messed up too much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, that's love so that. good. Well, I love that we're talking about emotional boundaries because like I said, we haven't in this relationship series yet really talked about that. We have talked about physical, not as much emotional. And I feel like sometimes with Christian girls, yeah, they know about the physical stuff. They've heard that their whole life. Yeah. The emotional boundaries are actually harder and they're not even sure mm -hmm. like really where to draw the line with that. So yeah. I love what you guys have been sharing. Great tips. I feel like a lot of Christian girls have asked me too, or I've just heard it over and over again about praying for each other. Oh yeah. I don't know what your guys thoughts are on that, but a lot of girls have said like, well, you know, we pray together on the phone with each other, or he prays for me about this. Or I would just love to hear both of your takes on <laughs> praying, yeah, for each other and things be before they're married. Okay, so um, no, we did not. We prayed with each other like at meals. Yes, which is and very normal. And then we would pray for. Um, I prayed for Sam a lot on my own. Right. In my prayer journals, which you'll see all great. kinds of prayers yes. about Sam, but we did not pray over one another. We didn't pray with each other. And I'm thankful I had spiritual mentors tell me, Trisha, don't do this. Don't go there because this as weird and sad as it sounds, the enemy can use yes. that to like manipulate mm -hmm. a relationship and really cause um, just some problems mm -hmm. in that relationship by um, messing with the spiritual side that shouldn't go there. So there's uh -huh. like spiritual boundaries as well. So no, I'm not a big advocate of praying with or 
for one another, like in the same setting, getting yes. all emotional laying together, those hands laying on those each hands other. on each other. <laughs> Not a big fan of that. So I want to hear what Lacey has to say. I would agree with that. I would say prayer is such a personal way that we communicate yes. with God and it's precious. It's a yeah. wonderful way that we're able to communicate with God. And I would agree with Trisha. Of course, we want to pray over the man of the moment, whoever that might be. I've yeah. prayed over Mormon that I would love to. <laughs> you know, yes, in junior true. high, you're like, Lord, if it could just work out in 10 years. Yes. Um, anyway, so I would say, you know, it's okay to pray for the person you're dating, mm -hmm. but yes. not with them. And honestly, kind of going back to what I was saying, we had some other emotional boundaries in place that I could sense that that was too deep and too intimate, especially early on in our dating. And I didn't even like want to do that because yeah. I could tell that's like out of line with where we're even at right now. It just didn't feel natural and normal. Yeah. And, um, I would say once we were engaged, then we started praying about, we were having to make, you know, big life choices mm -hmm. together, you know, cause you're buying houses and changing jobs and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that changes the dynamic, but yeah, when you're dating, I would say it's too intimate and it's just, I agree. Sometimes it can be manipulated and it mm -hmm. creates soul ties that don't necessarily need to be there because it bonds you in a really special way that, um, is really something that if the relationship gets there, you'll experience that later on anyway. So you don't need to rush that part of your relationship. Yeah. That's so good. And I just want to throw in there too, you know, I'm not married in things, but so sometimes you might not even be in a relationship with somebody. You might just have a guy friend and you could be crossing some emotional boundaries that yes. may be inappropriate. When I was in college, I had a really close guy friend. If you asked me if I liked him, no. Like never <laughs> in that way. I liked him as a person a lot. But never in a million years would he be somebody that I would have dated. But we were super close. We hung out all the time. All the time. Like every day, you know, we'd call each other on the phone if we weren't actually seeing each other in person. Yeah. And we were just super close. We told each other a lot of things. And half the things he would tell me were about some girl he was crushing on and stuff. So it wasn't even like we were, you know, at yeah. all together in any kind of romantic way. But I realized, like, we're too close. I'm yeah. too close with somebody to of the opposite yeah. gender. I probably care too deeply about him. We're too close, and we are just friends. Like, I did not like him. And like I said, he talked about other girls to me all the time, and we get my advice, so I knew nothing romantic was going on there. But it was almost like I was sharing too much with him. We were spending too much time together. We were too close where I thought if I was to date somebody else right now, yeah, he would not be comfortable with how close I am to this other guy mm -hmm. and vice versa. Like if he were to go date one of these girls he talks yeah. to me about all the time, they would not be comfortable with him yeah. being as close to me as he is. So I think that's a good thing too. Even sometimes in guy friendships, just making sure like you're not getting too overly close yeah. and you're not letting somebody, even if it's just in a friendship with a guy into that space that should be just reserved for your future husband. Yeah. That's good. Wow, guys, a lot of good advice and tips yeah. being thrown out here. So in a couple of minutes, we're going to have to wrap up. But as these girls are diving into dating, I think a huge question that honestly I ask and yeah. a lot of girls ask is how do you know, and I know this is a loaded question, <laughs> so don't feel like there's just one right answer, but how did both of you know that yeah. Sam and Jason like was the one. You know yeah. how everybody always asks, like, how the did you one. know that yeah. was the person you were supposed to marry? Maybe just give some insight to the girls on, as they are dating yeah. someone in the future, especially getting more serious with them. Like, how do you know that that is the person? Because you both, like I said in the beginning, have happy, healthy marriages. Yeah. How did you know? Well, um, 
actually when I was 15 as a teenager, I wrote out a husband list, which uh-huh. I know people have different opinions about this, yes. but what it what I put on there were just the qualities that I wanted in a husband. And so I still have that in my Bible and I kept it in my Bible all those years. So I met Sam, we started spending time together, and then I referred back once Uh I started realizing, okay, this is going somewhere. I referred back to that list that I had prayed over as a 15-year-old and continued to pray over those years. And I started to realize that in the general things and the specific things, Sam hit that list. that's awesome. Every tiny detail. And I thought, okay, this is... God's affirmation over this relationship that he's the one. And then also I just prayed and prayed and prayed for clarity from the Lord. Cause That's I good. didn't have like the immediate, I know he's the one like love at first sight. I had to work through those things and really pray through them until I felt kind of released from the Lord of yes, move forward. He's the one for you. And then I also sought godly counsel mm-hmm. and asked my family, some mentors. What do you think? Do you think Sam is the right man for yes, me? Yes, that's good. And they affirmed that as well. So those that's are just good. a few of the practical things that I did to know he's the one. That's good. I love how you said pray for clarity too. Yeah. Because sometimes emotionally you might be like, man, this guy is it. So yeah. He's got everything. And then you might pray and God might lead you differently. Yes, So exactly. it's good to pray for that confirmation. That's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Well, I kind of had a totally different story. So I had one of those lists, and my husband is nothing like anything I ever <laughs> expected. And so it's kind of funny. I always joke that I, I thought I was going to marry the perfected version of myself. I realized when mm-hmm. I made that list, it was like who I wanted to be. And then God laughed and gave me my complete opposite, which is the perfect compliment <laughs> to me. So yeah. I think the biggest thing for me was just I had – a very strong peace in our relationship. And that's definitely something that you have to discern on a spiritual level. But there was this incredible peace as we started dating. I felt peace about that. And like I said, my husband was nothing I expected. I was kind of like, really, I'm dating this guy? Um, Because he was just came from a totally different background than what I had anticipated. And we were in kind of different seasons of life. We were different ages, but actually in similar seasons. And so Um, It just caught me off guard a little bit, but I had total peace about it. And even into us being engaged, there was a period of time where I really, really sought God uh, out and was praying, Lord, if this is not your will, give me an unrest about it. Give me a Mm -hmm. a stirring in my heart that I will not be okay with this. And um, I probably, you know, prayed about that really intensely for about a week while we were engaged. And he knew that. And, um, I just kept feeling this incredible peace that this is the right thing. This is, this is ordained by me. Um, and this is it. And so, like I said, it looked a lot different than I anticipated. So it kind of caught me off guard, like, God, this was not what I had planned. So I really had to seek God on that and say, is this your will? And I've always felt that peace since we've been married. Even we, when we hit hard patches mm-hmm. where I, I think, wow, marriage is hard. This is what people are talking yeah. about. I've never, ever, ever thought I didn't marry the right guy, or this is not, you know, what God had planned. I always refer back to that peace that I know God ordained us to be together. He's his hands on our marriage and he'll get us through anything that we face. So. That is so that. good. Wow, there's so much more we could say about that. But <laughs> so much. I think ultimately at the end of the day, yeah, praying for peace, praying for God to just lead you for clarity. 
Mm-hmm. That's key. And that's why it's so important that we are spending time with God constantly, even yes. now in whatever season you're in. If you're in middle school, high school, if you're single, if you're dating, that we are connecting with the Lord, learning to hear his voice, spending time with him, because he will direct us in yeah. those the mm-hmm. big moments or the small moments, but especially in those big moments where you're like, is God, is this right? You know, yeah. if we're in tune with him, if we know him, if we know his voice, he will yeah. lead us and direct us. Yeah. And I just think the number one thing that the teenage girls can be doing is running towards Jesus, so not good. running towards a relationship or a guy, but running towards Jesus. And it's like a cheesy quote, and I won't get it right, but as you're running towards Jesus, there will be a guy who comes along who's running Look who's running Jesus. beside you. That's yeah. what I always say. Yeah. yeah. Look who's running beside you, and that is the type of man you'll want to marry one day, one who's pursuing Jesus just like you are. So pursue Jesus. Yes. Number one, that's what you need to be doing right now. Wow. Great advice, you guys. That is so good. Well, I'm sad to end this episode because like I said, there's so much more you can say (laughs) and I'm sad to end this series because it's been so good. And honestly, I've learned a lot. So I really hope that our Rooted Girls have learned a lot and got a lot out of this whole relationship series. If you guys ever have any other questions, please just message us, shoot us an email if you want to hear more about marriage or dating or singleness the other podcast we talked about you know we would love to hear from you guys so always feel free to reach out to us so sadly the relationship series is over but the podcast is not we're continuing on talking about great topics and answering your guys questions the next episode is going to be actually on temptation we're going to be answering the questions since temptation is hard what makes it easier actually one of our girls asked that at our rooted conference in the spring so we're excited to be tackling that topic next time on the podcast again thank you guys so much for tuning in know that we love you we care for you so much we're always praying for you guys we hope you have a great week thanks again Lacey and Trisha for being on we love you girls Bye. bye